This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Uh, it's nice to see people coming in support for James Gunn. Now let's see some of these tweets from 08 to 2010 that everybody's been all angry about. Huh. Oh. Ah, okay, oh, okay. Hmm. Well, it's nothing I haven't seen but various comment sections across the internet. Although in a hypersensitive society like this, it's just not the place for risky comedy this way. Well, unless you're on this show. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio. Hey everybody, how's it going? Hello J360 Legion and welcome to the J-Man Show. Here for episode 62, part one of a double special I'm preparing this week for you all. I felt another one needed to be made, especially since episode 61 was a little late and hey, since I'm in another set right now, why not? However, I'm sure a lot of you have been paying attention to what's been going on in society. I mean, what with the zero tolerance on every damn thing lately. Now, you see, the thing about it is, I don't mind if it's being used in the right way. You know, sometimes punishment and unmaking of people is justified in the case of Harvey Weinstein, Brett Ratner, and Brian Singer, just to name a few. Other times, though, it does blackball and damages reputation of innocent people. You know what I'm saying? Remember innocent people? Those are those people that you try to blame for things, but you see... They they didn't do anything. So as you keep trying to throw black marks and all that kind of stuff on them and try to find a way to discredit them, yeah, you see, it, it's a very guile gesture you're doing, but still, that person didn't do anything, you know? It, it's kind of like when you go after your favorite comedian for giving off a, a, an off-color joke during a live show that he's doing, but you know it's a live show, and you know it's his show, and you know his shtick if you follow that comedian. Or if you're just somebody that happened to go along with your friend because, you know, moral support, meeting that comedian, and stuff like that. And they make fun of you from the ground up. And the thing is, it's like, you knew what clothes you were going to wear when you were coming in, right? I mean, you do know that people do that kind of stuff when they run out of material. And that's just the way it go. But, you know, you got to be a good sport about this stuff. But you see, a lot of y'all got this rod up your rectum that just makes you, 
you know, sensitive. Let's put it that way. And you see, it, it it's it's kind of hard to say because it's like you know, how can I say it without lightening up a bunch of other people out there in the internet that probably will hear this and say, "Well, J-Man has no right to talk about me. I'm important." Yeah. Yep, you were that important for me to go ahead and make a comment about because, hey, people make comments about me all the time. I can happily make comments about you all the time. You're just going to have to learn how to deal with it in your own unique way. But since you can't go ahead and play a video game or let that stuff roll off your shoulder, instead, you'll grow ahead and get a chip on your shoulder. Be like, oh, they talk about me. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. I'm going to find a way to get them. Like, you know, like if someone overhears that if you made a remark, and it doesn't have to be snide or anything. It could just be a remark about anything. And you have not meant any harm. You probably don't even know the person. But they heard you say it, right? These same people will try to make it seem like you threw feces at Trump or headbutted Theresa May or even just threw feces on them for no reason. And you see, as I'm saying that, yeah, you know, it's similar to how James Gunn did his whole thing, except it's not in print form. It's an audio form. And you know what kind of show this is. This is a variety format. I'm allowed to say those sort of things. You know, and it's not just to get a rise out of people. It's pretty much just saying, you know, pretty much just being as juvenile as possible can get you in trouble. And you're not hurting nobody. And and you see, people get highly triggered nowadays for no reason at all. Now, I don't know if the triggering is due to, like, some sort of some sort of damage they faced in their previous days or if they just, you know, are looking for attention and just want to cause misfortune because they can. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of them kind of things. It's like you overheard him say it, but did you hear the context behind it? Did you hear like the brutal honesty? Did you hear like the reality of things, you know? Like I remember one time at my day job, right? I was actually making fun of my profession and what I was doing. And then one of my coworkers got annoyed by it. And I was like, yo, man, how are you going to get annoyed by it? I was telling somebody else about what I was doing. But he was annoyed for some weird reason and thought he could flex his muscle. And I was like, no, 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 no. If I'm here, you're going to have to calm down. I make fun of everything, including myself. You all know this. A lot of people that are in J360 Productions in general know that I make fun of myself before I make fun of other people. That's just how I do. Because at the end of the day, if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? And contrary to popular belief, life is very short. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm 31. I'm in the age group where a lot of people pretty much have just just done a lot of weird stuff to themselves and they're now feeling the withdrawal. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Life is too short to be serious all the time. To be running around here and saying, also, that's not politically correct. You know, I can understand being on your best behavior for one thing, but on the other thing, you know, you gotta let a little foolishness come into your life. You gotta go ahead and just be comical. You gotta have a sense of humor. And for those of you that don't have a sense of humor, why are you listening to this show in the first place? You know? You gotta go ahead, you gotta lighten up, you gotta be relatable. Oh, I get it, I get it. Because we are living in the age of Trump now, and we have to rule through strength, we have to be as tender as possible, and highly offended at everything, right? Because that's just how it works. You know, because that's what we're going for now. 
and you look at James Gunn's tweets here, and I'm sure some of you have seen them already because Huffington Post has reposted everything. They've also sent a lot of other things out there. It, news travels fast because this man pretty much headlined Guardians of the Galaxy, took an obscured Marvel franchise, and made it into something big. You know what I mean? As big as the Avengers themselves. And it's just, you see all this stuff that came up from his past, and on one hand, you wonder who dug this up in the first place, but on the other hand, you're looking at it and you're like, well, gee, you know, this stuff happened back in 2008, 2009, during the times of, more of the Obama times, but still at the same time, you know, couldn't people take a joke back then? You know what I mean? Like, in 2010s, it's just been overtly sensitive people coming out of the woodwork, SJWs, feminists, just saying all these things. Like, you know what I mean? They're trying to build a house, but they have no plan to build a house. And even if they build a house out of anything that they're trying to change and corrupt and all this sort of thing, it's a house of straw, and you burn that straw house down, then there's another straw house that just came up because these people don't want to be wrong. They want to be right all the time, and they want to be right to the point where they... How can I put it? They want to be right to the point where, you know, it doesn't serve anyone. And then as soon as they're right, they're going to go ahead into something else because they're never satisfied. They just want to change and destroy everything. And they don't want no comeuppance. And that's pretty damn sad. That's why, like, one way or another, I see myself more in the middle. You know what I mean? Some things I'm right about and then some things I'm left about. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, if you go too far on either spectrum you know there's something missing, right? It's just one of them kind of things. And then, like, when you look at this stuff right now, you know, James Gunn is definitely about the left-wing side of things. You know, I mean, he spoke out against Trump. He spoke out against a, the toxic fan base over there on the Star Wars frontier. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that, you know, he stood up for. And he seemed like a pretty reasonable guy. But when you look back and you see all that stuff that he did, yeah, he did it for shock value humor. Shock value humor was big at the time. So I don't know what any of y'all are thinking like, oh, now I'm offended. Well, Jay, he mentioned pedophilia. Look, there's a lot of comedians that we hold in high regard and a lot of great people out there, you know, who make jokes about pedophiles, who make jokes about anything taboo. Back in the day, that stuff was taboo fodder for humor because, you know, it actually happened, but they also took a stand against it. There's no reason to say that he condones this stuff unless you're one of those people out there that want to go ahead and exploit that kind of stuff. So simply because he mentioned it, he's automatically about that life, right? You know what I'm saying? And that, and that stuff's crazy. And you know there are people out there that will highly try to exploit something that you've written in your past, especially if you are a well-known figure like James Gunn. You see, because they'll, they'll pull that stuff out there, try to undermine your career, and say, like, your career is sailing well, just want to throw an iceberg in front of it and smash it up because, you know, in a way, that'll shut you up. And you see, there was a man notorious for this. He used to be a part of that whole Pizzagate scandal. You see what I'm saying? He used to be a part of that Pizzagate scandal. And his, his name was Mike Cernovich. Yeah, yeah, and you see, he's notorious for taking, like, past tweets of any of his enemies or people that he perceived to be a threat to anything, and he's a right-winger, too, and he will go ahead and try to make this narrative happen. 
So he goes and he finds James Gunn's tweets and he pulls them up and throws them all around. Then a brand like Disney, a brand known for family-friendly material that tries to maintain their squeaky clean image despite the fact that they have a lot of controversies in the House of the Mouse. But you see, to keep that image that all of us in the public eye have seen, the thing is they got to go ahead and make an example somehow. So say like if you have somebody that's a bit, you know, a bit wild, eccentric, like James Gunn, but you see, like, he posted something in the past that kind of conflicts with your image. So what do you do? You don't just say that, hey, we demoted him and moved him somewhere else, right? No, we need a resolution to this because now there's an outrage amongst the people. And the people are easily able to get outraged because nobody ever questions the validity of social media for some reason. If it happens to appear on Facebook, it must be true in this generation now. And that's what kind of gets on my nerves. If it happened on Twitter, oh, it must be true. You can't ask questions about it. You can't like look at it and say, all right, you know what? Maybe we were a little off kilter on this. Maybe nine times out of ten, you know, what if this is not true? You see, because things are so fast nowadays. Like nobody takes the time to say, all right, I have some questions on all of this. Or... Kind of like if somebody did a presentation, like, I remember when Joyner Lucas did that music video called I'm Not a Racist, and so many people looked at it, especially from the black community, they were ready to go ahead and just throw him out of the black community, and he's one of the most talented rappers there is. I mean, really, yeah, the guy just signed signed a record deal, and he's blowing up in so many ways, like, everybody's talking about Pusha T, but I look over at Joyner Lucas to see what he's going to do. And you see, like, when he did that whole I'm Not a Racist video, people were like, oh, my God, this this is outrageous. I don't like any of this. And they they just didn't watch the video from beginning to end. And it's like, come on now. Watch the video from beginning to end. Get the whole message. It's just like when This Is America came out, everybody was all about it, but at the same time, didn't stop from making memes on it. Didn't stop them from saying, you know what? If you don't like this video, you're automatically a racist. You probably just don't like the video, probably because you didn't understand it. You probably didn't like the video just because, you know, it is what it is. And you see, a lot of people don't like the mirror being pointed onto themselves. It always has to be somebody else that did something wrong. And it's, it's just such a conflict nowadays. Instead of just owning up to what you did or just saying, you know what? I have a different point of view and it doesn't agree with everybody. But at the same time, though... You know, I'm human. I'm allowed to have these moments. I'm always in transition. I'm always working to be a better person. You see, Cernovich doesn't mind doing this kind of stuff because, hell, he built his whole career off of this. Exploiting people that are against right-wing politics. Exploiting people that he perceives as enemies or threats. I mean, like, the man is built off of this kind of stuff. He's a tabloid guy. I mean, if anything, you could think he's just as bad as the man that ran Gawker. And I think Gawker came back or something like that. But but you know what? That's not important right now. What I'm saying is, is that how he'll take something from somebody's past, put it right up there at the front and exploit it, and then see that person get fired from a prominent spot. Because like from what I could tell, it seemed like James Gunn was having a good time over at Disney Marvel. Yeah, you might as well call it that. 
Yeah, isn't it something like when the movies come out, we always talk about like how yeah, this is a Marvel property, but then when there's all sort of, sorts of shift and power plays going on involving the people that are involved in the company, oh no, we'll call it Disney again. It happens a lot. But you see, James Gunn spoke out against the 45th president, like a lot of us who actually pay attention and know and try to hold him accountable for things do. But you see, when he spoke out on some real topics, unfortunately, you know, there are some people out there who listen closer than the public. Most likely your enemies. So remember that any of you that have independent productions going on like yours truly, your enemy is probably listening a lot closer than your fans and maybe your family and maybe just other random people out there. Because that's just what people do. People are petty. And you see right now, it's not a justifiable act speaking out right now. This is petty. This is just coming after somebody and ruining their livelihood. And the way social media is, you see, it's not too hard to do. It's a building block scenario. That's why you got to make sure, yeah, maybe you should be careful about what you post. Maybe you should be careful about what you say. Maybe you should pick your battles a little bit. But I'll teach you how to do that a little bit later in the show. But you see, it starts like this. It starts with attention. Then after attention comes outrage. Then after outrage comes solution needs to be made. And you see the solution that needs to be made is usually somebody's getting fired. Like the principal company is so taken aback by things and they're seeing that, oh my God, there's a hole in the money tank and I have to fill it. But the only way I can fill it is with your resignation or, you know, I'm losing money. Then rather than just say, you know what, we see this, we see what it's all about. And you know what? It's from years ago. The man has matured and changed. You know what I mean? Instead of just making a PR statement about that. But you see, now anything that involves PR, it has to always be like, oh, no, we're going to wash our hands of this whole situation. He's fired. Everything's copacetic again. So, yeah, you can come on ahead and spend some money in our expensive parks. And not only that, make sure you bring some extra money for food. And would you like a complimentary stay? Because if you do, that's a little extra money. You see... For all it's worth, I love Disney movies, and I love the atmosphere at the Disney parks, but the thing about it is, Disney costs money, and the thing is, is that Disney loves money. So that's, there there you go. Of course, you know, it is kind of weird, because Roseanne Barr is now trying to fight back against that, saying, you know, it's disgusting that a lot of people are trying to stand up for James Gunn instead of standing up for me. Well, you see, the thing about James Gunn is, his stuff was in the past, and he was known And he even admitted that he posted that stuff in the past when he was dependent on shock value. And he also said that he's matured as a person and he doesn't do that stuff anymore. And as a matter of fact, you should see what his brother said about him, about how he became a better person over time. That's just the way it goes. You know, you never know what somebody's been through at that point, but it's from somebody's past. Whereas Roseanne, Roseanne happily did this crap in, you know, recent relevant times. And not only that, it was a horrible, unfunny, racist joke. And also, she's in defense of the 45th baby that is sitting up in the office right now, just cluster effing the whole democracy that we have. And uh, it, it just like undermining it. Like just finding out ways to just mess this stuff up instead of doing some actual work. Worried about the NFL instead of taking care of world issues. And that's my problem with Trump in general, just, just the way he is. Like, I'm not swept up in the cult of personality that he is. I mean, at one time, you know, I'm always like, hey, prove me wrong. Actually be a good president. 
But you know what? He hasn't done it yet. He's not going to do it anytime soon. And I'm just sitting there just counting down the time for 2020 to come into play. Because, my God, it is awful. And the truth is, I can go ahead and just sit back and just, you know, take a nice cold drink and just watch everything just implode. But on one hand, I also remember that part of that stuff is me as an American living here. So, yeah, I have every right to say it. And I also voted. You know what I mean? Like, there are people out there who say, oh, I, I didn't vote, but, but but I can still go ahead and use my opinion. Yeah, you can, but at the same time, I just look at you and it's like, come on, man. You couldn't stand out there in the cold with me during November? Really? Yeah, so, so that's where that comes from. But, you know, a long time ago, when the internet wasn't, you know, the internet, you could actually express yourself without these things coming to haunt you. You could keep a journal or a diary you didn't mind publishing. You could vent and let off some steam without having to explain yourself. You could basically just breathe on the internet without anything coming at you at once. You know, I mean, sure, there's going to be one comment there or two that'll probably ask you, you know, what you're all about and stuff like that. But of course, I'm speaking of those times when MySpace was the dominant feature and that people were using the internet by choice. Not so much anymore. And it's just, it's a killer. I mean, this is a valuable tool and it's just being used for like some of the most useless things. And part of that is it's just destroying somebody's livelihood and somebody's reputation and just... You wonder who owns the internet anymore. I mean, of course, you look over, you see, like, the internet rollbacks, and I can go and talk about the FCC and net neutrality. I can talk about all that stuff right now, but it's just that whenever the internet is being used for things like this, you got to remember, user responsibility. All of us, we have a part of the internet that we use. Like, right now, I'm broadcasting to you live here from the J360 Production Studios, But at the same time, you know, I'm using it to go ahead and relay this information and let you all know that, you know, you can rise above this. Don't let your past just go ahead and block you in and let people out of the woodwork come in and try to say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is all juicy. I can use this against you. I can use this against you. If you owned up to it and you would just look them in the eye and say, okay, bring it. You see, you could go ahead and stoop to their level and pull their past out and throw it out. But then it's a cluster. James Gunn handled it well. You know, he said he was wrong and he's moving on to the next adventure. And I got nothing but respect for the man for doing that. But I also look over at um, people like Cernovich and I'm always like, you know what? I know what you have to gain, but at the same time, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you in the long run because I still have a ways of getting around. I still have ways of doing what I need to do. And you can't control me bringing up things from my past. I remember I had somebody in my group that wanted to do that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll see you on Sunday, you jerk. Go ahead and try some stuff. And luckily, I had things on him, just like he tried to have things on me. And the thing about it is, if you ever read the Butter Battle book, it was a standoff between me and him. And that's like the only time. And the truth is, he backed off. Because he knew he was wrong. And me, on the other hand... I didn't care. I don't have anything to hide. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I just have to carry myself like I need to. And I haven't done anything illegal. And the whole, about the most thing is, you could talk about I haven't really dated much in high school. Yeah. Who doesn't know that? 
I've mentioned it before. But the truth is, is that, you know, when it comes to people out here who always want to get something, always want to control somebody, always want to put somebody in a box and say, oh yeah, you're never going to be a threat to me now. Aren't they like the most weak-minded people ever? And will they go to any lengths they can to try to just undermine them because, hey, guess what? Apparently they don't really have a manhood at all or any sort of strength, so they have to resort to using these kind of tactics to keep you docile. And you realize it's a choice, right? It's a choice to be afraid of things like that. Now, you have to pick your battles, yes. Always pick your battles on the internet. You don't have to be involved in every single conflict that goes on. But you see, as I look at James Gunn, because I'm a filmmaker too, and I'm very eccentric in my ways, and you know, there were times I used to do stuff for shock value too. But there's other forms of comedy you can go into. And sometimes you can keep that stuff and make it funny. But I also realized this. In comedy, if you're not offending at least one person, you're not doing it right. And the thing about it is, if you're offending someone, it doesn't mean they're right. It doesn't mean they're right at all. Like, remember when this stuff was an art form. Remember that how you do things is differently anyway. You're going to do things different. I don't care how many times they try to make the rules. They, they make rules to enforce that they can't even enforce at all. You see what I'm saying? And choose not to enforce in some areas. And it's just a lot to think of when you really think about it. Oh, you expect me to follow this rule. But the foot soldiers you got running around here, a.k.a. the police, there are some good cops out here. Not all are bad, but let's talk about the ones that want to do these things and get off. They're not going to enforce it, and they're going to go ahead and try to do whatever they can to besmirch me, right? And you think I'm just going to let that happen and stand for it? Oh, no, 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 no. I got protection, too. And the thing about it is, you can fight on that play field. You can fight on the legal play field anytime you need to. But you got to be ready to do so, and you got to make sure that it's nothing frivolous. Nowadays, people just want to do frivolous things to undermine people, to harass people. To say like, oh my god, you, you, you just made all this horrible thing, you, you just offended me, you know, all this other stuff. Oh, you just wrote all these crazy things on Twitter and I, and I gotta go ahead and hold it against you. Yeah, okay, what are you after? What are you trying to get out of the deal? Oh, you want some free money, huh? Is that what you do? Guess what? That's cool. Why don't you lead me in the direction so I can get some free money too, because I can do the same thing. And you can. Now granted, I'm not saying anything about genders in this episode, but it happens on both sides. So don't let it fool you. But also, remember that we live in a society of imperfect people. There is nobody out here perfect. There is nobody out here 100% clean unless they're an infant. And the thing about it is, is that they got some stuff too. Everybody's got skeletons in the closet. The best thing you can do is do what Eminem said in that song, clean out your closet well how about facing your problems how about oh yeah you went through a bad breakup big damn deal how about we move on from that and actually try to meet somebody now you know what i'm saying it's amazing to me that when people sit here and they talk about you can't tell me about my past yeah but your past still holds you prisoner because the way you act see with me myself i'm not perfect and i atone If anything, this episode is about atonement. Just atone for your past. Atone for the bad choices you made. Atone for being a bully and 
Try not to have your kids be bullies. Atone for a lot of things. But you see, some people are just naturally a-holes, so at the same time, atonement varies amongst people like anything else. But you gotta learn how to step up. You gotta learn how to say, okay, you know what? I believe all of this is wrong. I believe none of this makes any sense anymore. I believe that, you know what? I can grow as a person. And then in some cases, if you choose to forgive, you don't have to forget. I mean, forgiving somebody is great, but you don't have to be their friend. You can just forgive them. And I got a dude I know that pretty much has a hard time understanding this. Oh, yeah, he has to be everybody's friend. But you see, the problem is, you know, he's going to prematurely age and have his hair gray and bald out because he's trying so hard to be everybody's friend instead of being his own person. You know? has nothing to do with me at at best because I just look at him and I'm like, this is cute. I like to see where this goes. Because, you know, it's okay to care about people, but it's okay for you to care about yourself first and check yourself for being a toxic person. Are you the toxic one? Are you the one that's stirring up all this controversy and going after people for no, no reason? Are you the one that's doing all this stuff? And then think about what you get out of it. Oh yeah, sure. You might get out a couple of laughs or you might be happy that somebody got fired from a a nice prestigious job when at the same time you're just as capable as anybody else is. But you see, people like Cernovich, you, you always realize that even if they want something, they're never satisfied so they go over to somebody else. And the problem is, is that they think that these people here are targets. And the more successful you are, the bigger the target is on you. Like, you know, that's the problems with success because now you're a brand and then after a while, like say like if I start doing more videos, which I am doing, then you got to face with the brand. Then all of a sudden, you know, see how the build comes around and how people will come after you. You got to just be able to face it. But it's not your fault entirely, you know, if you're somebody out there just doing what you can. But note this, you see, he's a prominent director, James Gunn is, and I know that he could headline another franchise, another franchise that he could probably take beyond Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, for those of you out there that are probably saying, well, gee, how could he do that? The man made Guardians of the Galaxy prominent in the modern age. See, a lot of people really weren't about the Guardians. I mean, like, you'll probably meet some comic book fans back in the day that were like, yeah, yeah, I was there during the whole thing. Like, the roster was all different and everything else instead of what it was known from the movies. Yeah, you probably will meet some of those people out there. I know Comic-Con just ended not too long ago, so there's probably a whole lot of people that know about those characters. But still, still though, he did make it and turn it into such a huge franchise. You know, so in a way, that's where you look at Disney and you're like, really, Disney? You're going to get rid of somebody that actually, you know, knows the quirks of the characters? And a lot of y'all are saying, well, it's not a big deal because the movie will still be fine anyway. And it it probably will be. Because, you see, some of y'all are actually calling for the director of Thor Ragnarok to take over. And I think he could do it fine, but I kind of like seeing James Gunn actually completing the three films. You know what I'm saying? Because it was it was pretty much his baby, you know? And the thing that he's... Well, I don't know. Maybe Disney will probably be open-minded enough to say, you know what? The past is the past. Let's just clean slate it. Bring him back on in. And they have the power to do that. They have the power to do that. Like, if you really think about it, 
a lot of these companies nowadays, that's why they do what they do. That's why they go ahead and they fire somebody and stuff like that. But in some cases, you think they're fired. If that person is a valued employee or whatnot, they'll find a way to bring them back. Sure, they're fired for maybe a week. But you never know. Because if you are somebody of value, and if that company is really relying on you, Oh, no, 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 no. They're not going to waste time to go train somebody else or to go and say, you know what? Yeah, you could be the understate. You could be all the blah, 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 blah. No, we will get that person back and we will have them in the prominent role and things will be done from there. And it doesn't matter what public opinion thinks at this point. You see what I'm saying? There are people that do that. Hell, I'm one of them. If it's justified. But if the person was just a real complete jerk and stuff like that and kept doing all these ill-solicit things and kept just, just you know, abusing their power and their authority and saying, if you do this, you'll never work in this town again nonsense. Oh, no, no, no. I'm firing them at that point. Just saying, uh-uh, get out of my company. And then I will find somebody else to fill the role of what needs to be done. That is the stakes for me. And it differs for other people. But... You know, the thing about it is, is that this is just pulling up somebody's past and trying to go ahead and pacify and destroy them using their past. So the best way to fight that sort of thing is just be careful what you post. But if you do post something like that, you know, at the same time, you already know why you did it. You just own up to it. And if you own up to it and life will be like this, you know, say, well, 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 uh, um, well, um, that's what your enemy's going to be like. Because they don't have anything else on you at that point. And you made them look foolish. And I used to say this all the time when I was a kid. I was a real, I was a real wisdom thinker back then. And I kind of am now. But you see, <laughs> I used to say this. You're going to embarrass yourself before you embarrass me. And that's the truth. You will. And that's how true strength is. Because I got nothing to hide. And I know some of y'all out there, the rare few that don't have anything to hide... You just sit right there, you just look at them and be like, okay, whatever, go on ahead and hurt yourself. Let's see how you do. And then some of y'all are just go-getters and you say, game on then. But that's how you gotta be. It's just like, I'm not gonna say that James Gunn can't get it done. Matter of fact, wouldn't it be crazy if he did the Batgirl movie? Because I know they're looking for somebody. I mean, due to Joss Whedon not being over there now. But I, I got hope for where he's gonna go and I got hope for like where everything's going to come together. And one way or another, it's going to remain to be seen how this all plans out. But it's a reminder that, yeah, you need to be aware of what's out there. And you need to be aware of what you put out there. So, you know, the responsibility is there. But take responsibility for the things that you do in your past so that other people don't exploit you to go ahead and ruin your future. And you see, due to all the positive notes here, this would be a J-Man Black Label episode, and you know it was a matter of time before those would come into play. But until tomorrow, guys, that's all I have for you on the J-Man show for right now. So for those of you that want to, you know, communicate with me about anything on the show, like, you know, you can come here at Spreaker.com slash shows slash J360radio, or you could send me something on Twitter at J360productions, or hell, man, you know, just send me an email j360productions at outlook.com and I'll be happy to talk with you about anything especially if you're a creative of your own and you want to be on a spotlight episode you know just let me know sometime and we'll work out 
the schedule and see where we can go from there, okay? But hey, this is Jay signing off, and I will see you all tomorrow.